0: Everybody, welcome to Crag the show where we are gals talking about crags. My name is Carolyn DeRosa. I'm a fourth year film production student here at Penn State University. And welcome to Crag gals Season 3! Yay! How are we doing, everybody?
1: Good, good. I'm excited to be back. You're this crack! is this is very surreal. I'm here right now. <laughs> I know. It's been a bit.
0: Oh my god. For you OGs out there, we finally have her back. Emma Shepard <laughs> is, is back.
1: <laughs> I am. I'm back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Awesome. So welcome, everybody, to season three of uh, the of Crag of the Gals. No, of Crag Gals. Uh, my name is Carolyn DeRosa. I'm officially a film production major as of June 6th nice. this summer. Um, awesome. So if many of you remember from last season, me and Macy were talking about me passing my, <laughs> my board review, and I finally did. Um, I'm the founder and producer of Crag Gals. I founded this um, in October of 2021. And we'll go, we're gonna go into more of like what that entails later. But, um, I'm also the uh 2023 2024 uh USAC collegiate ambassador. So, yeah, that's
1: really big. Congrats, yeah. Carol. It's very exciting.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, awesome. Who's next? I think, I me? think it's you. Yeah, okay. okay, hey, everybody. If you remember, I'm Macy from last season. Um, I'm officially a third year now. Very exciting. <laughs> Not longer, no longer a little. Child sophomore. I'm very excited about it. Um, Junior started off really good. I'm an agribusiness management um, major. I have a couple minors, horticulture and international agriculture. Um, Yeah, I'm on track to graduate next spring. And yeah, just been doing a lot of work, honestly, since I've been back at school. A couple jobs now. But yeah, that's how it's going for me. How about you, Emma? Yeah, it's really great to
1: be back. This month has flown by at Penn State. I feel like I've only been here three days, and it's been an entire month. Um, But hello, everyone. Um, My name is Emma Shepard. I, I guess you could call me a co-founder. No, co-host. 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 I would. I wouldn't consider myself a co-founder. A co-host for season one. So. Back almost a year ago, Craig I is almost a year old now. Um, and I am very glad to be back after my study abroad. Um so I am currently a biology major. Um I concentrate in ecology. So whenever people ask, Oh, are you pre-med bio? I'm like, no, I'm the tree hugger kind of people. <laughs> yeah. Um and I have a minor in marine science. Um Slay. so this oh, is my my fourth and final year here and looking looking towards the future now. So
3: Slay. and then who are you? All right, and last but not least, hi guys. Um it's good to finally be on the board here. Um, my name is JJ. I am the founder, coach, and president of the Climbing Club team here at Penn State. Um, I'll be popping in and out. We'll see if I'm here. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But um, I will be graduating this spring, like Emma. Um, I will be majoring in broadcast journalism, double minoring in Chinese and sociology.
0: Woo! So yeah, JJ is our lovely technical director <laughs> and co-host. Oh, um, and I run the Insta. And he, Yes, and they also now run run the Insta as well. Um awesome. So yeah, just kind of like an an introduction if you guys are new here. Uh first off, welcome to Craggals. Uh we're really glad that you're able to come and hang out with us. Um if you're new to the show, like I like I said welcome. Uh we're just, you know, four kids from Penn State University. Uh we all have range experiences in climbing. Some of us for only a few years now to a couple of us have been climbing for like a while a long time (laughs) um um, and we noticed uh back in october of 2021 that just in the in the podcast medium um a lot of climbing podcasts were dominated by men uh which is okay but we decided to broaden the spectrum um and kind of highlight climbing from a predominantly women's perspective um we do love our boulder bros and our non-binary friends um but we just um and we do often have them like on the show this is that we just wanted to um let our voice be heard and also inspire other people to get involved in climbing that we all love. Um, so, Macy, can you tell us a little bit of what we have in store for
2: this year? Yeah, of course. So, for this year, we've, we've got a good amount coming up, honestly. Um, so, we've got climbing around the world, Yer. which is very exciting.
1: Yeah, I'm particularly looking forward to that I'm I was going to say, I
2: <laughs> feel really, like Emma can maybe speak a little more to that than I can. Um, mm-hmm. But I hope, I hope we'll get into that. Um mm-hmm. So, uh, we've also got um, cl- how does climbing how does a climbing gym actually run her some of Carolyn's experience, some of JJ's experience working and kind of doing the behind the scenes things at the gym. Um, and new, we have a Halloween audio drama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carolyn's is, is particularly excited uh, about this I've one I have been yeah. planning
0: this for the past two years I don't know if
2: we want to give it all away now We're not giving anything <laughs> away now We're just teasing just the idea Just teasing, be excited, we it's gonna be cool We have been fooling around
0: with this idea for the past e- two years now And I'm ecstatic that we're finally doing something Awesome So yeah, that's the team uh, Welcome, what, then again um, Or also, wow, sorry, stuttering <laughs> um, Once again, welcome to Crowdgals On to our climbing news So, the first woman, set in V16.
3: Oh, my God. Dude, when I saw this, (laughs) I literally, like, slipped out so bad. Just because I was just like, oh, my God, no way. That's actually so sick. Uh Because, like, the climb that she was doing, too, like... We've all seen it. That's climb. Oh no,
0: I have never seen that before there's today. There's
3: like no holds on there.
0: There's literally no holds. So, <laughs> so where is this
1: climb, Carolyn?
0: Sure thing. So, um, on July 28th, 2023, 25-year-old Katie Lamb, an American climber, became the first woman to ever climb B16 in boxed. Uh, it's called box therapy in Rocky Mountain National Park, Colorado. Um, so, if anybody who is new to the um, United States Olympic climb and not Olympic climbing. United States climbing scale. Shush. <laughs> um, the highest grade ever climbed is V seventeen, and I think only two people have done
1: that. Um, two. Additionally, for everyone over in Europe listening as well, um, this is an eight C plus. Yes,
0: eight C plus. Yes.
1: Um, so yeah, eight uh, C
0: plus. Um, so, yeah, that's, she's the first woman ever to do this. Um, so, who is Katie Wham? Katie Wham is a Boston native. She was raised in Lexington, Massachusetts. Um, her parents and older brothers uh, were into climbing, so they dragged her into it mostly, and that's how she kind of got introduced to the sport. What are you going to say, Mace? I just
2: want to say this, like, I always feel, I, I don't know, but like, people who are raised like around... Um, Like the Colorado area or the oh Utah area, God. like, are so known for doing things like this. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously, not a V16, yeah, like, woman doing a V16 because she's mm-hmm. the first one, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. to set records and things mm-hmm. like this. Not nah, home to- girls from Boston, she's from Boston. Mm-hmm. That's so yeah, cool. So he's, yeah, East Coast, Coast, represent, Coast represent, represent there. Yeah, yeah. 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 East Coast exactly.
0: Represent. Okay, so yeah. Um... And in March of 2022, she was actually labeled one of the best female boulders by climbing.com. Um, by that time, she had sent a number of V14s. And in fact, before she climbed V16, she completely skipped V15, which I find mind-boggling. How do you just simply just skip a grade and be like, I'm just going to climb the second most highest grade ever?
3: I mean, I think part of that is with the whole like subjective thing, just because this different climbs are different things. And like... Kudos to her because this is such an amazing feat of everything. But at the same time, though, like it could be like the exact climb that was exactly meant for her, mm-hmm. and like she just timed it out so perfectly in being able to just send this. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I I will say like. So the highest thing I've climbed is a V6, but honestly, the reason I did it, it was perfectly my style. Like,
1: it's like <laughs> that's I, fair, I, Macy. Yeah. I, yeah I, I, I relate to that for sure. Yeah. And I think even later on the episode, JJ is going to talk a bit about how route setting can make a difference. Um, but again, if, if I'm understanding, this was an, an outdoor boulder, so Great, exactly. route setting doesn't happen in the outdoors, which mm-hmm. makes this all the more impressive that um, Katie was able to send a V16. Yes. Um, and be the first woman to do it at 25 years old, which is also uh, yeah, pretty cool. exactly. Very young. And yeah. did y'all
0: see the video I sent you like in the group chat? Oh my god, that was insane. That literal, like, uh, for those of you who don't mm-hmm. know what box therapy looks like, it's not easy by any means. Um, it was only previously sent by two other people. Those two other people being men, uh, Daniel Woods and, uh, sorry if I pronounced his name j- wrong, but uh, Drew Ruana. Yep, yeah, um, Ruana. It starts on Tommy Caldwell's uh, stand start to uh, Spread Eagle, which is already a V11. Um, And before you even get to the boulder, it's seven miles from the nearest trailhead, and it's at 10,000 feet elevation. Wow, I didn't know that.
2: This is an
1: athletic achievement. It is a major athletic achievement.
0: It is a huge, huge, huge boulder, I think. It took Drew probably, probably... It took him like a while. It took him like over almost two minutes, I think, to complete this V sixteen boulder. So it's it's an endurance
1: boulder for sure.
0: Def, I mean, it's both. I mean, like just looking at some of the positions that Drew is in, like he has some like crazy, like very narrow stances and crazy high foots. Mm. It's it's a steep rock. It's a long problem. It definitely deserves
2: the the title of V sixteen. Um, and, and yeah, I'm just, sorry. I'm just looking at the picture of this. You top out on that. Yeah, you top out on that's that big crazy. old thing.
0: It literally just looks like a rock that like was was taken by God and like thrown onto it's the ground. A, a big old it's a rock. rock. <laughs> 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 um but yeah, so that's our climbing news for today. We're not gonna do an accident um this week around, uh, but we will have some coming soon. Um all right, on to our main topic. So we wrote this around Labor Day. It is not Labor Day. Um, but the main part of this episode, the barbecue, we're going to be talking about what we've been doing all summer. And also,
1: just a fun thing that we here at Craig Gals like to do. Um, the main portion of oh, all of our right. episodes we name after food. food. <laughs> um, this happened if you, anyone who is listening from season one remembers, I really like the Italian winning soup that Penn State <laughs> serves on Wednesdays. <laughs> on Wednesday. Um, and one of our podcast episodes, like a year ago, we were recording and I was uh-huh. talking about how I just really love this soup. Yep. Um, Carolyn <laughs> yeah. then went to our podcast notes and um, very aptly named the podcast section um, Italian wedding or yeah, yeah, the our, Italian wedding yeah, that's, this episode. Good. Exactly. that's good exactly. So given the fact that Labor Day was right around the corner, a mm-hmm. day in the U.S. here where we celebrate, um, just not working for a day and and essentially it's a bank holiday. Yeah, um, <laughs> and barbecue is a thing that's very much eaten on that day. So, yes, yeah. yes, thus I, the reference. I
2: specifically remember like an episode from last season. I think it was like the campfire ramen of yes, this episode. It was the campfire ramen. <laughs> I was like Yeah, I, I like this.
3: I yeah. like
0: this. There was one where we had like the Chick-fil-A we yeah, had not um, the
3: homophobia. Oh uh, I supported so much. <laughs> it's the Chick-fil-A, not <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> ne- next. Moving next. on.
0: Next. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about climbing, uh, or what we did specifically over the summer. Um, so, we're going to start off with the person who y'all have not really heard from an entire season, Imar.
1: Yeah. What did you do this entire time? Yeah. So, uh, I I guess I haven't really been b- back at Penn State for over nine months at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's, it's really great to get back, um, and you know given that i had studied abroad in ireland um this past spring semester i i did a substantial amount of climbing there um mm-hmm. but you know getting home and readjusting to life here um it yeah. has been it has been interesting i i found this summer i lost my stoke my excitement yeah, yeah. for for mm-hmm.
0: climbing a little bit
2: um I like and so i
0: like i said i lost my stoke like you wrote mm-hmm. that in the notes and i, was I like, did. what is this girl talking I about i saw that
2: too <laughs> and then, <laughs> i like Clicked, it's like underlined in blue and I clicked it and I was like, she definitely didn't mean like, she meant Stoke, but I don't know what yeah. she meant. <laughs> I mean, Stoke is used in surfing as like, yeah, I got so much Stoke for this wave, you know? I got
1: so um, much Stoke for But no, Stoke kind of just describes your ability to do something that you love and like be so excited about it that it consumes what you think about in that day or in that moment. Yeah, um, And so, you know, for a while climbing was really how I saw myself mm-hmm. um, and you know, coming home from Ireland, having such a personal growth um, and a transformative experience, um, which I'll get into a little bit on a later podcast episode, um, I, I found my priorities were a little bit different. Um, mm-hmm. And it was scary at first because I, you know, I I didn't feel the need to go, you know, crush grades every day. Mm-hmm. I was like, climbing gyms are expensive. Why am I spending this money? Mm-hmm. Um, my friends live far away from me in the U.S. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to drive 50 minutes to two hours to go climb. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, you know, very different from my younger mindset about how I wanted to approach climbing. Um, And so because of that, I think this summer was a lot of me realizing that just because your relationship with something that you love changes doesn't Mm -hmm. make it any worse and it yeah. doesn't make it any better. It just Very changes true. and it shows that you're you're growing as a human. Yeah. Um have you guys experienced your own personal growth through yeah. climbing and how has your relationship changed with climbing because I think,
0: of that? I think mine, like I'll go into this a little bit later, like when I talk about my segment, but like I think I've generally speaking, I've mellowed out a lot since the last time you and I kind of like were on this podcast. Like I think I was very, very much into climbing, and now, like that I've experienced other things in my life, I'm starting to I still love climbing just as much as I did, but now I'm starting to realize that like I have a whole career ahead of me, like I'm really stoked about that, and I'm also really stoked about climbing, but I'm just trying to focus on like where I'm lying my priorities at at the moment. Um, but I do I do know what you're talking about. Like I've had those moments in other things in my life too, like band or theater and stuff. JJ saying? That's say?
3: so crazy because I'm I the opposite. Because the more mm-hmm. I climb and mm-hmm. the more I experience the world. And we'll talk about later in the episode about
0: yeah. like,
3: what I've done this summer. But like like just getting more into the climbing world, I'm just falling more and more in love with it. And mm-hmm. just I just like want to get yeah. so much more Yeah, and that's right? really. also yeah.
1: valid. Yeah. Great that's awesome. that's super valid. That's, that's super great. And I think that shows as well that climbing can serve so many things for different people at the same time. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, you know, my relationship with how I see climbing, how I view climbing, what I want climbing to be for my life is mm-hmm. very different than what it was last year. And it's going to be very mm-hmm. different than what it will be in a few years from mm-hmm. now. Um, but I, I've come to realize that it is still part of who I am yeah. um, and it will stay with me. It's It's always going to be something that I have. Um, as a thing that I love to, to fall back on, yeah, um, even yeah. if it doesn't look quite as much as I thought, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I don't get excited to go and try that five eleven or five twelve or or maybe one day I just want to go to the gym and watch my friends climb, and, yeah. and that's totally you know that coming through that realization this summer, I think was was tricky at first, because I was like am i am I losing my love for the things that are the most important to me, or mm-hmm. am i like am I you know changing in a bad way mm-hmm. um but being able to, you know, be back at Penn State help the team grow this year, um, I've really just reflected on the fact that um, you can change and that's mm-hmm. a really good thing. Yeah. Um, the things in your life um, will be there for you. Yeah. They can change with you or they mm-hmm. can't change with you. And that's, yeah. that's just a sign that you are growing as a person. I think that's exciting.
2: Yeah, that was- Totally. That was so good. Jesus Christ.
0: I <laughs> don't no podcast for Emma 9 months in a room before this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emma I was like fully
2: practicing. <laughs> so she had a
0: whole monologue prepared. <laughs> well, and I
2: feel like so basically every person that I've heard of that has come home from a study abroad experience has had a completely like life transforming hi (laughs) life (laughs) jj's taking my picture um a very like like you said transformative experience almost to the point where not in a bad way like you said but you're almost a different person like 100 Mm percent. the the way that i see
1: my place in the world and and where i want to go is like a 180 yeah almost to where i used to be and and that's a good thing um Mm And yeah, like that relationship changing with the things that you love, it could be a sport or it could be, you know, a thing that you like to do or, or a place that you mm-hmm. visit or even a person. Um, yeah. And and those things, it's okay for them to change because if if you don't change over time, then you're not going to move anywhere new and cool. Um, uh, yeah, and I think exactly. um, realizing that something that you have loved and something that has been old and constant in your life can change and, and morph into those new things. And that's mm-hmm. exciting to see what that can become. Yeah, totally.
0: Definitely, dude. That's awesome, Slay. Yeah, well, that was my that was my
1: little self titled um, segment called "What if I lost my Stoke? Yeah, yeah. have you guys experienced any like specific <coughs> moments that you remember the way you used to feel about you know your time at the gym had changed? Because I know, I know for oh, me this yeah. past summer, yeah. I, I found myself a lot more distracted at the gym than usual. Like, oh my normally, gosh, yeah. Yeah. my my mm-hmm. my gym time, I specifically put my phone away in the cubby and yeah. I and I go out and I and I spend time um you know focusing on being physically healthy, emotionally healthy, talking to my friends. Um but the summer I just it was really I was distracted a lot. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I think, you know, that that lends to a lot of, of what climbing is gonna do for me and what it has done for me in the past. And so yeah. I was just curious if you both have any specific moments in mind or just general, you know, ideas yeah. about how your time in the gym or even outdoors has changed.
2: I I definitely feel that. In a similar way that you're describing um again like in my section I I will talk all about it, but um I'm going to basically be talking about how I balanced my job and climbing this summer. Um and just having that job made me very realize like very much realize that like climbing is just my fun thing. Climbing is just mm. Oh yeah. Yep, like Yes, I'm also getting distracted at the gym I'm because th- I'm thinking about work. Uh, you know, like I'm thinking about my future, my career as I get later into college. That's mm-hmm. just like kind of the way that your life goes. Um, and so, yeah, climbing this summer was definitely like, this is my fun thing. This is what I'm doing after yeah. work to like de-stress, relax. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, very much so.
0: Yeah. Macy, do you want to talk a bit about like what what your summer was like and kind of like how what climbing did for you?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna talk a bit about what I did this summer as well. Um, because it's I feel like it's a pretty good segue off of what Emma said. Um I had to deal with a big girl job this summer. <laughs> <laughs> Adulting. Which is Yay. so adult, yeah. <laughs> Which it was amazing. Um I really loved my job. I worked forty hours a week, so full time. Um big from girl. Love yeah, that. yeah, from May to August. I started a few days after I got home, ended a few days before I came back. So mm-hmm. I've so really.
3: Macy's buying us dinner.
2: That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I mean, $15 an hour was not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sorry. know if you call that big girl, but. <laughs> home girl, the
0: homegirl was a whole farmer for like three months. So like, yeah, Macy, yeah. what was your
2: job? What were you doing? Yeah, so I worked at this place called the Southeast Agricultural. Research and Extension Center. It's um an extension center of Penn State and it is an agricultural research farm. So it's a farm specifically dedicated to research. Um so I was a horticulture intern, so I worked with tomatoes all summer. Very cool. <laughs> Thank you. It was it was very fun. Um I'm a person who's very, very passionate about my Future, my career mm-hmm. path, my like this, this, this comes into play with climbing. Like, yeah, you know, I've become very, very passionate about what I'm going to do. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just, just to get into it a little bit more. Um, this was like my first time really in my life that I've done a job like this. And, um, like obviously, not to mention that's like a pretty labor intensive job. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Um,
2: it's, you know, I, woke up, I went to work... Probably got sunburned, Um <laughs> You did. I remember. Lifted.
0: Can, I, can I interject real yeah, yeah. quick? Macy came over to my house during uh, the summer break. You came over in like, what, July? July, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I'd finished filming. And like you were already so tan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was crazy.
2: I've because, never been
0: more tan than this and summer. And the thing is, like, you don't have a farmer's tan. I had a farmer's tan. <laughs> and like you pull up doing all the farm work, and I'm sitting here with the farmer's tan, and you're like
2: hi. (laughs) I wore tank tops on purpose. (laughs) But yeah, basically, so, you know, I'd come home, eat, like see my boyfriend, see my family, go to bed, wake up at five the next morning and repeat. Like Mm -hmm. that was how my life went this summer. And so honestly, climbing became something that I just did when I felt like it. I did not have a schedule this summer. I did not go a certain amount of times a week. I did not even climb every week. Yeah, and yeah. that's
1: that's very different from how life is structured here, right? Because yeah. you are on the competitive team and we have like times where we should come to practice and yes. you have competitions to train uh-huh. for. So, right. so how how is it to kind of, you know, decide to mm-hmm. make climbing kind of almost like a second thought, not necessarily any less, um, but yeah. not your main focus.
2: Like how was that transition for you? Yeah, yeah. I I'm not gonna lie, I was upset at first. Like mm-hmm. I was definitely like Even my mom noticed because I was saying... (laughs) I noticed. (laughs) I was saying to her, like, man, I wish I was climbing more this summer. I just don't have the energy or time. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. she definitely, like, caught on to it because it was, like, last summer, like... I had so much time, I did it nearly yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah. And even like when we were talking, like I would ask you, like, hey, like, how's training going? Because I also wasn't training over the summer really that much either. And then you were like, I haven't trained in three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <And>, yup. <laughs> and then, yeah. So that kind of happened. But like, yeah, I could tell, like, even for you, you were like, mm, I want to do this, but like, but, yeah. I can't. What was that kind of like for you? Like, how did you kind of like wrestle out of that?
2: Yeah. So I. It was very much a mindset change. Yeah. It was all in my head, for sure. Um, not necessarily that I could have made myself do more climbing. Not necessarily that I could have made my myself work less. Mm-hmm. I couldn't make myself less passionate about my job. I mm-hmm. couldn't make myself more passionate about climbing, you know? So yeah. it was really just a moment of, like, having to deal with it, yeah. honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, But it I, in the end, it's something that makes me happy. I have fun doing it. And after work, it was, like, a great place to just sit and chill, even if I climbed three times and I yeah. was there for an hour. Yeah. Like.
3: But then also with that, I'm kind of curious, like, with us getting back into the school season, and like Emma was saying, with us having, like, two to three practices a week, how do you plan on, like, getting yourself back in there? And that might be, like, <laughs> the coach and me talking. Yeah. But, like, I'm just genuinely curious. Because, like, yeah. you've just, like, you've gone through this growth of, like, understanding, like, I don't have to climb all the time. and like, Right. I still love it nonetheless. But like with you getting back into that, like what are your thoughts with that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of hard because I do see myself performing a little worse, maybe comparatively to last semester. No, for
1: sure. (laughs) Macy, I I noticed that for myself too, when I kind of went through that weird mental
2: rut, like I Mm -hmm. hadn't climbed in six weeks and then I all of a sudden couldn't do what I used to. And it was, it was a bit scary. Right. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. I was like concerned. I was like, I can't, I, I don't know. Why can't I do this? Yeah. Um, but realistically, looking at it, I'm working jobs now. Mm-hmm. I'm taking five classes this semester. It's like this. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, no. yeah. Two uh, like two jobs. Like it's not. This is not a chill semester for me, and I yeah. know that it's going to. What I felt over the summer is going to continue. So yeah. JJ to like answer your question, getting back into it, going with the flow. Yeah, <laughs> going with yeah, the flow. Really, day time probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm um and just keeping that same mindset that I've had this summer. Mm-hmm.
1: Um yeah, I think that's a cool transition as well cuz Carolyn, you're going to talk about yeah. resting today, yes, right? And I so am. and so you know resting. kind of as as climbers and and mm-hmm. people who are around a community that is at a high level of climbing achievement. Yeah, we, we know members of our community who are very good at what they do. Yes, um, correct. And You know, being very good at something often comes with um, an inability to recognize when your body needs rest. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think Macy is doing a great job of recognizing what her body needs, um, not doing 100 percent at every single thing in her life because that's going to lead to burnout. Right. And so that I think is a great time to start chatting about rest. Right, Carolyn? Yeah, 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 definitely.
0: So as many of you remember from season two, I had to leave a little bit early. We had to end the season a little bit early because um, I had some family issues, some family health issues that I had to go attend to, uh, which meant I had to leave school early and then come back for finals and then move back to my hometown for the summer. Um, and due to the nature of these, you know, family health issues, basically my entire family had no income. Um, we were we had savings, thank, thank God. But like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like money was tight and we had to make sure that like, you know, whatever food was on the table that it was from the savings, right? So yeah. that meant that I couldn't really sign up for a gym membership um, and that I had to bake bread with what dough I had. So um – um I did things like, you know, dead hangs like on my mom's doorframe. Sorry, mom. She told me not to do it. She was like, don't she was like, don't hang on the doorframe because our house is literally built from like the eighteen hundreds. Probably like crumble in on itself any second. And, like she was like, God, I don't even know what to do on the doorframe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she would freak out. The grind but, don't
2: stop. The grind don't
0: stop, bro. And um, so, yeah, we do that. And because, you know, my mom um, was the run recovering, uh, we did a lot of walks around the block. And, you know, during the first couple of days, it, it was kind of hard um, mm-hmm. because, you know, she was recovering and she could only go down like the block like for right. a little for like, you know, half a block. And then we have to turn back around. And then but by like, you know, the midsummer, we were doing like full laps like a run. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and I personally like went on runs like when I needed a break. And I also went to like the local uh planet fitness so like for me it was kind of trying to find a balance between a caretaker or or trying to find a balance between being a caretaker for someone Mm -hmm. and then also learning like what does sacrifice mean so for me like sacrifice meant like also a time for rest right because i had poured a lot of my heart and soul into climbing and i loved every minute of it and i still love every single minute of it but i realized like this is a time where I need to not like put on my, my big girl shoes, but kind of like be there for people who were there for me mm, when yeah. I was growing up. It's powerful. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So helping my mom through that was really a big like moment for me. And I wasn't perfect at any time. There were a lot of arguments where I was like, what food do you want? Like, <laughs> do you want applesauce or do you want mashed potatoes, bro? Like, <laughs> I, Please tell me, but, you know, like, that's life. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. life. And, I didn't necessarily get to climb during a lot of that, but um I did get to do some really other cool stuff. So I was also in on set for um I was on two film sets. I came back in July, uh not sorry, not July, um early June. Um kind of during like that big like Canada wildfire stuff. Um and I filmed a commercial with Penn State that um is now broadcasted nationally. Um so that was pretty cool. And That's then awesome. Oh yeah, I went I was just like an extra, but still like just to like see like me in the little background and then be yeah. like, We are Penn State. like that's me. Um and then I was also in a uh uh pretty much like a, a television series set, so like a web series set um for two weeks. And I got to play one of the main characters, or one of the supporting characters on it.
3: Carolyn B. in her movie girl era. I really am. Like, <laughs> you know, great. being
0: on set with my wonderful director, Madison Traub, like, really, it's watching her kind of go through, like, these things. Because she, she has been making these movies since she was, like a, like, a kid. And, like, I had also been making movies since I was a kid, but I was so embarrassed that, like, I deleted all my footage. Great. It's nowhere to be found because I was just like, these are stupid, these are dumb. And then seeing her, like... And just, like, watching her progression. Because it's on YouTube. I'll probably link it in the show notes. But um, just watching this girl who's also my age do something that i wanted to do it was really inspiring to me and i, I always like i talked to the entire cast about like climbing and like how i love climbing and i would like say all of these different like climbing things to help us out with set and i would explain physics and mm-hmm. and stuff for lighting and grip and like sound and still and whatever but at the end of the day like i realized that i really still had a big deep 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 passion for film which i've had my whole life and i've mentioned on this podcast a lot um, and I was like, this is really what yeah. I want to go
2: into. If I could combine right. it with climbing, great. Mm, if, but, but if not, that at the end of the day is, is your passion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at the end yeah. of the
0: day, it's always going to be my go-to. Th- like, Film will always be the thing that I will always want to do, no yeah. matter how hard it is.
1: That's, I think, very cool that you were able to come to that realization. And, right, and, and resting gave you that. Right? Yes. If, if you, yes. If you don't take mm-hmm. a break. From mm-hmm. the things that are going at 100% yes. in your life, mm-hmm. you know, 100% speed and, you know, you're doing them all the time. You're you're not able to assess, you know, who you are beyond climbing. Correct. And I think, I think yeah. climbers very easily, I know I've done this, have fallen to the trap of like – like, hi, I'm Emma. I'm a climber. like that's <laughs> yeah. that's the first okay, thing. But I still do that. <laughs> 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 but I think I think you you being able to rest has helped you to realize that you're more than that, Correct. right. it's yes. It's not your only descriptor, and I think, you know, taking mm-hmm. a break and mm. and being able to assess that you don't need to do something twenty four seven will yeah. help you to find other things that you're passionate about,
0: yeah, like, definitely. like it's helped me just like it's weird because, like taking a break has helped me focus not only. More passionately on where I want to go with climbing, but also more passionately on where I want to go, like, in real life, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think a lot of really amazing things have happened because I was on this set. And um, it's one of the few things that, like, something other than climbing has really benefited me from. I think climbing has definitely served its time in place where I truly, truly, truly needed it because so much was happening in my life. Mm -hmm. And now it's kind of like, okay, like, this is kind of like more of like my side my side thing now, I still love climbing. I'm still going to compete. I'm still going to represent the United States Collegiate, um, the United States Climbing uh, Team in the best way that I possibly can to all colleges, and I want to. But I also want to take it in a, a direction that it's never been taken before.
2: Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And I. This is, like, something that I was just kind of thinking about as you're talking, mm-hmm. Um. but does... Did you find yourself missing it? This yeah. Summer? Oh my God, I miss it so much. Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause like I mean, like I had a car, I had meanings to get to the climbing gym, but really there is like I mean, it was just so expensive and just out of like the picture at the moment. It was one yeah. of those things where it's like, even like, even if I did do it, like I, I didn't I wouldn't necessarily say I would burn out, but I mean, it was just so much of a stretch, like a stretch in terms of what we had, and I was like, it's going to be okay if I focus on other things right now. And mm-hmm. as long as I keep my my physical strength in place, everything will fall into line later. You know? And I really did want to focus on playing my role. Well, which I was acting. I don't really usually act like in terms of like my filming stuff. But I was doing a lot. Like there were days where I was on set for 12 hours a day um, yeah. multiple times. And then you know, um, and that was great. I loved every minute of it. You know, there were times where we were sweaty and in dusty concrete floors and I have a boom mic over my head for the past three hours and yeah. that's okay. Or I'm in a fight scene, like, you know, making sure that like I'm not physically hitting the people that I'm with or I'm getting hit. I loved every moment of it. Yeah, no, mm.
3: I remember seeing those fight scene photos that you had <laughs> or those like reels you had and I was just like, dude, that's so sick. Yeah. Like being able to watch you just like <laughs> blossom into this like film kind of thing. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah.
0: So happy. DJ has seen me fully yeah. enter my film error when I was like, J we me and JJ run another club called More Than a Wine. I'm the executive director. He's the executive producer. I'm Yeah. <laughs> and um I was like, JJ, we should start practicing film etiquette on set. Yeah. And they were like, what?
2: <laughs> and <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I feel like allowing not that it was by your choice, but allowing yourself to kind of miss it a little bit, yeah. Gives you a very big perspective on just reflection.
3: Correct, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Were we going to say JJ? I'm sorry.
3: Oh, no, no worries about that. <laughs> we have moved on already. <laughs>
2: uh, I, I had a deep thought. I had to say it.
3: <laughs> no, it's fine. No, yeah, okay, so for those of us that don't know, we only have three mics in this studio, so I am oh, bouncing yeah. back and forth between Macy's mic and Emma's mic, mm-hmm. and... It's it's truly an experience that we are very much here for.
0: <laughs> well, JJ, kind of like going off of like what you've been doing, um, we've both been kind of like in our more film eras a little bit more and focusing more on like where we want to go in our future. What was your experience kind of like over the summer getting to travel a lot to, to a bunch of different gyms?
3: I think it's so interesting just because all of you three were talking about how like climbing or like <laughs> the lack of climbing has changed you. Whereas I'm in the story of I have fully immersed myself in climbing worlds as much as I can. Like I visited like all up and down the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Like I went to Stone Summit in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, I love I also want to say in like in
0: our notes, like I have like I have like what does it take to make like taking breaks from climbing? Macy's is like having <laughs> a big girl job. Yeah. I'm just like, what if I lost my soak? JJ. How route setting makes a difference. (laughs) (laughs) But that's that's, like a climbing.com
1: article. That's so cool that we're able to use climbing for so many different reasons. Right. Like it's awesome that JJ has found their ability to, you know, to find what you want to do with your life with climbing. Yes. And that's exciting Mm -hmm. too. Yeah.
3: Yeah, because like I've also had this experience with um, Carolyn, like that's very similar along like the film and along the documentary series lines of like I might want to do this with my life, but like Unlike Carolyn, who's like fully dived into the whole film scene, I have not done that. Yeah. Or not only have I not done that, like I've decided that I want to do that in a climbing sense. Mm-hmm. Like going from gym to gym. I've been to Method Climbing in New Jersey, I've been there far too many times. Um, <laughs> the BP, the Boulder Projects in Boston and DC, Reach Climbing Gym, two foot Climbing Gym, both in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Climb Ninny, as always, because that is our uh, home gym OG. here. Oh,
2: gee. Philly is in <laughs> Pennsylvania.
3: wait did i not say that
2: you said in both philly and pennsylvania (laughs) i was like um (laughs) sorry not to cut you off
3: (laughs) but then also there's the sport rock climbing gym my home gym both in Alexandria, virginia sterling virginia and now rio maryland opening at the end of this year um but then also the movement gyms that are scattered throughout the nation i've only focused on the ones in maryland just because those are within arm's reach but i am very very excited to like See the couple others that I can, like maybe the ones in Colorado, Texas, or yeah. Utah and that stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: But, and, and so you've you've worked at a climbing gym as well, JJ. So how is it going to a gym now knowing you have kind of insider knowledge about how it works? How, how has your experience at a gym changed because of that?
3: I think it's nice to know the backbone. Like at Sporrock, I am a climbing manager. I am a coach. I am an instructor and all those kind of things. And just knowing the backbone of how like – it works and the stuff is just so nice but then also just so fascinating like being able to wake up I hated it but being able to wake up (laughs) 5 in the morning get to the climbing gym by 5.30 make sure the auto blaze are down making sure that everything Mm -hmm. is set up so that when the kids and when the parents walk in 6 in the morning or when those like senior citizens walk in like with their buff like muscles and everything walk Mm -hmm. in they're ready to climb just because the gym is set up and everything but then also watching like the root setters do their magic just like Mm -hmm. Being able to see that at 6 in the morning, like, I'm groggy as can be. And they're just, like, smiling on their face, Mm -hmm. pepping their step, ready to strip an entire wall, wash every hold, and then reset the gym. It's just so fascinating and so cool to see. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. In my little time, like, as a route setter and as, like, a gym employee, like, it was the – I wasn't – there was never a day where I walked into work and I wasn't dreading it or I wasn't, like, on – I wasn't I was excited to go to work. Like I knew I was gonna have a good day at work. Um and it was one of the best experiences I've ever had, honestly. Like I, I would not trade my time at Climb that Need for the World. Definitely I
1: know exactly what you mean. Yeah, and you mm-hmm. know those those indoor climbing gyms are the backbone to the climbing community. Correct. Um, yeah. Going outdoors and climbing outdoors is oftentimes very inaccessible. You yep. need a level of knowledge. You yep. need money for gear. Yep. And you need to have expertise about how to stay safe, when, especially when you're bringing people who don't have that knowledge. Yeah, um, correct. And so because of that, indoor climbing gyms, especially with their increasing popularity, have really become a place that encourages the growth of a climber and of the person. And I yeah, think it's definitely. so cool that you guys are able to recognize, um, you know, how much you love your jobs at the gym and, yeah. and, and how much – like what you did for the community was impactful right? yeah, yeah definitely yeah jj and i can both attest like each in our
0: own individual communities whether it's at sport rock or whether it's at climb that like people say things like you don't really like, i don't say this to, like gas myself or jj up but like people say all the time like thank you for making this place a, a good place to be like thank you for making this a place worth it For us to come in every day when we're having like a bad day at school or a bad day at work, you know, our lives are messy and our lives are hard, but that's okay. Like we're all here to do the similar, like very similar things, which is get to the top of the wall, you know, and we're all here to support each other with that. And I'm very proud that JJ has like cultivated this community not only in in sport rock but also have like planted seeds like throughout the east coast you know that's awesome dude mm-hmm. yeah and
3: then like being able to be that like point of contact just like a recognizable face goes a long way a yeah gym. exactly like, if like I'm, I'm gonna go into a little deeper about like the whole like being a nobody at a gym and how fun that can also be but like being that person that's just like that recognized space where like if someone is having that bad day or someone isn't really sending that problem, being that like motivational speaker of like, you got this, like, yeah. like take a deep breath. It's okay. Have a little fun with it. Talk to your friends. Like, or if you don't have friends, that's fine. Just talk to us and we're more than welcome to help. Yeah. Because, be- like, yeah.
1: Being mm-hmm. that safe space goes so far for a lot of people mm-hmm. and people use indoor gyms as a safe space. And so mm-hmm. yeah, it's important to have, you know, those pillars of that community to yeah. make it, to make it, you know, that much more of a great experience.
3: And then moving on with that, though, like, through my experience of all, like, the five, ten different gyms I visited this (laughs) summer, like, it's crazy on how, like, how different each atmosphere is Mm -hmm. with, like, very similar traits. Like, they're all the same. They all have, like, some of them have ropes. They all have climbing walls ranging from, like, slab, vert, caves, all that kind of jazz. But, like, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, though, like, being able to see that, like, the lighting can change anything, how, like, each climb is different, how the separation yeah. between the climbs of each wall and how, like, even, like, the distance between the wall and each other is, and, like, how spacious each gym can be or how crowded they can be. It can be, mm-hmm. like, such a huge game changer for the atmosphere that is at each gym.
2: Yeah, yeah, and to go along with that, I am curious, JJ, how specifically, like you were mentioning in the beginning, specifically how that route setting is catered in each gym and how you felt uh n- Maybe necessarily, by specific examples or maybe not, but how each one differed and and the kind of atmosphere that it it l- brought about to the space
3: yeah, like it's really interesting, um just because like root setters are huge, like they are literally the backbones of rec gyms, like you yeah. mentioned the managers, the staff, the instructors, are backbones, but mm-hmm. like Without the root stutters, like, there is no climbing gym at all because they are the reason, like, they are the creative minds and geniuses behind, like, all the climbs that we climb. And it's just so interesting to see that, like, although, like, everyone has crimps, everyone has slopers, everyone has pinches, everyone has those disgusting mono pockets that we all (laughs) don't Oh, my God. But, like, at at the same time, though, like, every route is still so different and so unique in its own way. And it just, like, makes me, like, it just, like, fascinates me in a way just because, like... Everything that they do is tailored not only for the community because they understand the community most, mm-hmm. but then also is tailored for how like they express themselves. Like yeah, root setting. Like I remember somewhere on Instagram, someone was talking about how root setting is a form of art style, and I could agree. Mm-hmm. I would. Like, it definitely is.
0: Like no, whatever it could be counted as a as an art style. Like that sounds very like. Like, that sounds like when a band kid says, like, marching band is a sport. But, like, no, it really is. Like, like the amount of different styles that, like, different route setters have based on their experience, based on their height, based on their weight, based on their abilities, based on, you know, the skills that they want to uh, evoke in certain climbs. it really could be counted as, like, a genuine art style. Like, there's yeah. so much time and effort and just stuff that goes into and, the work of route setting. Yeah. And I think...
2: Like, the best best word that we could use to describe what route setting is is that it's just creative. And that is what art is, Mm -hmm. you know? So, it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't understand almost how it couldn't be considered art, so. And then to add on that, it's
3: almost kind of brave in a way, too, because, like, not only is it an art form, it's an art form that's being displayed and physically used Mm -hmm. hundreds of times in a day where they get so much criticism and at the same time, though, so much love just because, like... Mm-hmm. They experience those climbs, and sometimes people are just like, wow, that route was just god-awful and, mm-hmm. in a good way, just because, like, it just, like, completely destroyed me. Like, my yeah. fingers are completely shredded and yeah. everything, but, like, that's how I, feel about I had the, the black time, black time of my ten. life with it, yeah.
0: That's how people – I'm sorry. It was, it, me and Emma were climbing – um, a couple of days ago at practice, we, we were both doing this black 510 that went up the arete. Yeah, that was a fun me. one. It's a fun one. I can't do it though. I have to put on my, my, my scarpa instincts that are too <laughs> small for my feet. Yeah, for mean, like,
1: <laughs> Carolyn spent literally five minutes, like no. truly five minutes putting on these <laughs> shoes that are two sizes too small too so she could climb harder. Like that line. is commitment. I'm telling
0: you, like when I put my, my, the ball or, when I put the front of my foot in the shoe and the heel kind of sticks out, it's like a solid inch away from the wow. heel. I have to yank that bad boy back, so <laughs> I'll figure how to get my my freaking heel into the shoe like I'm Cinderella's evil stepsister trying to fit into the glass slipper. <laughs> oh my slipper. Gosh. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've I been
2: know. wanting to try that climb, though.
0: It's Side good. Note, you but- <laughs> need to.
2: It's so fun. but then...
3: Going back to my thing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Like with the introductory thing, like we're all going back and forth about, like mm-hmm. literally all the experiences we had all summer, and just like just want to share that with mm-hmm. everyone, and that's entirely fine. Mm-hmm. But one thing I also noticed with root setting is that the grades are so different, mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. not Very only subjective. are they different, just because not only they're different, just because of how subjective, like Emma said, they can be, but also just like how the grades work. Like, yeah. For example, some climbing gyms they have grades ranging from one to two per grade oh oh, have, oh okay
0: mm-hmm. yeah some
3: of them have the overlapping grade range like yep, over yep, at BP yep. Boulder Project and
0: mm-hmm.
3: then I don't know what other gems also do that I mean like they have like the gens. single like
0: V4 like big V4 yep. another one is V5 or they could have even like what Climb that he had where it's like the color coding
3: mm-hmm, which is then, also kind
0: of to- Excuse me, like a range, you know. Yeah, what I'm there's saying? like
3: three types of climbs, mm-hmm. three different types of styles and how they're graded. There's the one-two range where it's a one to two difference in between the grades. Yep. It's a overlapping grade where it could be zero to four, two to
0: Oh, that's a lot. two to
3: three, mm-hmm. four to six, five to eight, where there's just overlap just because of how subjective climbing can be. But yeah, then yeah, also yeah. there's the single grade range that we have at Climb Nittany, where it's just this is a VB, this is a V five, yep. this is a V ten, and all mm-hmm. those kind of
2: things. Mm-hmm. And Sorry, I'm gonna go ahead. Okay, um, I was gonna say also, like just simply going from my home climbing gym to climb Nittany, I noticed such a big difference. I almost climbed completely differently mm, yeah, um, sure. from one to the other, and yeah. they're both single grade, single grade gyms. Yeah. So mm-hmm. everything is g- given one grade. I mean, sometimes Climbnasium, my home gym, will do like a three plus, yeah. or three minus. Mm-hmm. Um, but just because people argue over the grades.
1: But yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do you how do you guys feel about not using grades at all? Um and you know, I, I asked this because I was at a place for four months that didn't grade. <laughs> I forgot that. Wait, um, they don't grade in shout Ireland. Shout out to my well, they grade in Ireland, but the the place that I was at in University of Galway, shout out oh. to the Mountaineering Club. Um mm-hmm. they don't like use specific grades for their wall, they they put up routes and you go climb them. Wow, um, okay. And wow. so how do you how do you guys feel about like I, I came very much from a place where I like to know what I was climbing. Yeah. And then, you know, I was there and I was like, Wow, this is kind of pushing my limits here, but yeah. I don't know what it is. And I mm-hmm. it was kind of interesting. Yeah. There
3: are some climbing gyms that like if you go there, there are a couple gyms that I've heard where like for the first week or so, climb Ninja did this too, where for yeah. the first week they do not give the grade. And that mm-hmm. honestly just I kind of like that a lot more because that tags onto the idea but like I don't know if I can send this but it looks oh, fun yeah. so I will try it. Yeah. And then yeah. especially without knowing the grade like sometimes more often than not if I see a V7 I go I have to send this cuz I know I can. But then if I don't get it if I don't send it I get upset about it just because mm-hmm. like the idea of like this is the grade level that I should be climbing so why am I struggling now? But if you take away the idea of what this grade could be That entirely gets with the idea, and it really does solidify about how subjective these grades are, just because it really does give room to, like, oh, this looks fun, so I will climb it, and that's all it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that a lot. Like, I remember in my time uh, in Columbus, Ohio, like uh, Chambers Climbing Gym also did a very similar thing where they had like a couple climbs that weren't graded for like about a week or two. And um, I was there when the time like they weren't graded, and I was like straight up trying like V8s, V5s, V3s, V0s, and like you could kind time- you could kind of graze what they were, especially because I have some experience in route setting, um, but like at the end of the day, they just looked cool and I wanted to try them and I wanted to challenge myself. Um, and I think it's a great, I think it is a great concept, especially for like one or two weeks. I personally would like to see what professional like route setters would grade it as to see if I'm to gauge where I'm at. Yeah. But I do like the idea of like having that, that kind of like no grade style.
1: Yeah. And I Mm -hmm. think, you know, having grades and having no grades, depending on the person could do a lot. Um, I think, you know, tying back to our conversation about you know being mentally present when you climb, um, mm-hmm. some people really get kind of distracted by the fact that they can't climb what they thought they could because they yeah. know the grade. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, in another vein, people might be distracted by the fact that they don't know what they're climbing, so they mm-hmm. don't know where to push themselves. Um, yeah. And so I think it's again very dependent on the person. But I think it's it's cool that gyms, at least over here, are, are doing mm-hmm. both to some extent, and that yeah. was and that was cool. Yeah. I definitely agree. And honestly, with that,
3: I think one of the biggest things I learned this summer was going from gym to gym and like being in a space where I didn't know people Mm -hmm. was like having this idea of where like it's just me climbing. It's just yeah. me versus the wall, and like me. this sounds like this sounds Person so like wall. real rock and everything. <laughs> yeah. It's just like oh my god, it's just me versus this JJ wall. versus I'm conquer wall this problem. Just, blah blah blah.
0: You guys know what the wait? I'm sorry to interrupt, but you guys know the, the surfer video where it's like you just gotta go in and you gotta go. Whoopah! Yeah. <laughs> 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 <And> then,
3: <laughs> okay, but anyways, back to that. Like it's just like having this idea of being like I don't care what other people say and I'm just gonna climb just because like it's 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 a lot of fun and I'm mm-hmm. here to climb and like right. being in a space where you can like watch and just like see people climb and understand like what they do and understand like how they work and how like the mechanics of the gym works and like watching kids climb like although as much as we do hate it when like a 10 year old sends their projects but like <laughs> it's just so fascinating being able to see that or like even then just like the average Joe climbing just watching that happen just like it's just so interesting and so fascinating to see that dynamic between like who like we are as climbers and then also who everyone is as climbers. It's mm-hmm. just I just love it and yeah.
1: Slay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think while we all talked about sort of maybe specific and personalized stories, mm-hmm. um the common thread here is that climbing can be whatever you need for whoever. Yeah, um, there's there's no one right way to climb mm-hmm. or one you know one right way to approach it or yeah. even person to go climb with mm-hmm. um i think what's so great about this sport is that you do have the ability to make it your own thing and mm-hmm. that's that's what's powerful about it yeah
2: i agree and and on the same note like um an involvement is not determinant of your like skills and abilities and where you stand with the sport cuz as we've all like, well, except for JJ. But you know, you you can go in different directions with the sport and um Yeah, I, I yeah. think it's special in that way.
0: Yeah, I think it's I think it's also I agree with both of you. I think it's so special, kinda of going off of what Macy said. It's so special that like we can own we can all have it in our own ways. We can all enjoy it in our own ways. Whether it's like me where I'm starting to kind of not necessarily put it on the back burner, but starting to kind of not like move away from it either. because i I'm still thinking about doing other it. things. Yeah, I'm thinking about other things and like very simple or very similar to like Macy, like Macy's career is very involved in the environment and very involved in like outdoor stuff. Your career is also very involved in like the outdoor stuff and like, you know, you're a tree hugger and then <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: no, no,
3: job? No, I don't know no, what it is but I'm, she's a tree no, hugger. You
0: said it earlier. I am writing that on my tax forms. <laughs> That's my, ahead. Ahead. my new job. Good. Um, and meanwhile, JJ has this like awesome arc that they're going through where it's like they're realizing that this is the one thing that they really want to do and they're willing to figure it out along the way and that's okay like dude I have the same thing about film you know I don't know how I'm gonna make money and then here I am I'm just vibing but, um, I think that's the one thing I really do love about this sport is like it takes people from all different types I've said this a lot but like it says it takes people from all different types of background and backgrounds and it puts them in the same position and people can interpret that and you know do whatever they want with that and that's okay um and we all accept that and we all um you know we all appreciate that in our own way i think it's i think it's i think it's really cool definitely Clay?
3: oh one more thing that i wish i brought up in the very beginning in introductions oh by the way um as you all know everyone here goes by she her but i actually oh, go yeah. by he them mm-hmm. so with a preference in they them mm-hmm. i'm announcing this now cuz i've actually like determine that now so that's pretty cool <laughs> That's but, okay. um like yeah that's why i am on here
0: yes that's what, so often. yeah and that's why we also <laughs> refer to jj with they them pronouns i also forgot to say that too like we all identify with she her pronouns except jj who goes by he, they he or he they whatever
3: whatever is whatever right. <laughs> yeah
0: um but yeah um slay any any other thoughts no i think Richard. are well said all right yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us for episode one of season three. I mean, yes. this is this is a great conversation. And also, we did this y'all in 55 minutes. This was awesome. That was we're four pretty person. efficient. We were so yeah. efficient with that. <laughs> please make sure to check us out on social media. Uh, we are um at crag.gows on TikTok, right, Macy? Yes. And then we are also crag underscore gows on Instagram. Or is it craig Cragg, I really else? just think it's yeah. a
1: craig Oh wait, no, like, it is. No yeah, it is Crag. Yeah, it
0: is just straight crag. That's C-R-A-G-G-A-L-S uh on Instagram. Uh follow us. Make sure to, you know, like our stuff. Um, if you see this podcast, like rate our podcast. Um, and just spread the word. The main way that you can help us as listeners is sharing the word and spreading the word um, about our podcast. We have no Patreon. We have no way to make money for this. We have lost a lot of money that we are okay with. Not we, I, but, um, um, you know, we do this because we love it. And the way that y'all could show your appreciation is sharing our content, sharing our podcast with people who you love, even if they don't like climbing Share it with your mom. I don't care. I hope your mom likes my voice. I hope your mom likes Macy's voice and JJ's (laughs) voice and Emma's voice. So yeah, just share this podcast. And, um, that's how you guys can help us if you really are interested in that. Um, but otherwise though, we will see y'all next week. And, um, yeah. Have a great semester. See you next week. Keep on climbing. Keep on on climbing. climbing.